the fuck? What? What just happened? <laughs> I'm answering the aliens. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. Oh, oh, Raymond's excited. Okay. Ready? Yep, yep. All right, and it's Matchbox Money 20, 2020, episode 20. Uh, we're banging the bang with Gangrum, kick of dead. Hello and welcome, and, and good morning, good afternoon, and uh, whatever. Good night. What is this, are. the Truman Show? Is that what you're putting <laughs> It's pretty <in>? sure. <laughs> is that where he like, lives in the show the whole yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. He's like well, in a bubble. Or how about Ed TV? enjoyed it. Ed TV was sad, kind of. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. So. I'm a big Woody Harrelson yeah. fan, Ed TV. So so I hope everybody's had an amazing week and everything. Uh, and, and, and I guess an amazing week. Uh, I don't know what else to say to that, but I hope everybody everything was peaceful and prosperity and all that other kind of stuff. So how was your weekend? Could get that? Uh, it was good. It was a good weekend. I was in Minneapolis for a convention. Yes, yes. And I went to the Mall of America, which I'd never been to before. And I sent you a picture because there was a mini golf course based on bigfoot so is that what you said that was that was the golf course I didn't yeah listen to now i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you this i'm gonna put you on the spot because what? minneapolis the twin cities mm-hmm. i'm a huge prince fan so did you go to like did you, did you see the prince store in the airport uh no but they i have a prince store in the airport i did not see that unfortunately it's no a dope, dope store it's really 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 super super cool and they have like really really cool stuff and guitars and music well, really. now i have to go back <laughs> gotta go but i did see uh one of the places he performed it was right by First my half. hotel yep First, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i i walked by that which was i mean it's such a beautiful walkable city mm-hmm. not that i had so much time but i did uh make I'm sure put you on the spot. no no you didn't no i'm going to oh go ahead go ahead All go ahead right. Favorite Prince song? Okay. I'm going to go with... Oh, God. This is, like, I, I, this is I, I, such I, a weird one. It's a weird one. Don't say it. What? Sing it. You want me to sing it? I want you to sing it. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. So, um, I guess my, my favorite... I, I know is, you had a long weekend, and I know, and I know no, you're traveling, okay. and you had a traumatic flight, and, 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 and we heard somebody had to be resuscitated on your flight. Yeah. And we want to send positive vibes out and prayers to their, their family and themselves and all that, too. We'll get there. But, but on to it. No. Okay. Here we go. I like, she wore a raspberry beret, the kind you find in a second-hand store. I don't uh, know. I, I, I love. I love. It was the line there when she wore something close to nothing. Yeah, that's a good one. What, what's your favorite? Sing it. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I never meant to cause you any trouble. <clears throat> I never meant to cause you any pain. <laughs> oh, such, oh, so good. I mean, yeah, his songs. And Raymond, your purple favorite? rain. I'm a purple rain guy. Although, although. I like Darla Nikki. I she love Darla Nikki. She took me to her castle and I couldn't believe my eyes. Yes. She had so many devices, yeah. anything that money could buy. Something like that. Yeah. She said, sign your name on the dotted line. Raymond, the lights went out. Nikki started the grind. Ow! Yeah, Nikki! Nikki! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very good. Uh, Foo Fighters do a cover of that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very good. Sure it's a good song, that, you know? So, yeah. Tribute to Prince. Love Prince. Tom Petty. <laughs> pass away to, uh, like, um, <laughs> but, but Twin Cities, Minnesota, Prince, Purple Rain. There we go. And I so, had really good panels, which I enjoyed very much. And uh, But I'm, I'm happy to be home. So, what about you? Awesome. Um, update. Uh, unfortunately, um, for the first time in uh, 34 years, 
I, I mean, I've, I've had WWE, when I broke my neck, pull me off the road and everything, obviously. But for the first time in 34 years, I had to cancel bookings. Uh, I suppose, uh, and I want to apologize to everybody in, in the Indianapolis area, Indiana and stuff like that for the three, the three shows and a signing that I had to miss this weekend. Um, due to the fact my back has uh, uh, not gotten any better. So I am waiting on some, uh, get it to, uh, get an epidural it's like some kind of shot in the spine or something there and hopefully it can get me back on track but um yeah it was a weekend i i have not um <laughs> i have never i've never you know i didn't think i was invincible i didn't think i was superhuman and it, it, maybe sometimes i believed i was really a vampire but but i'm, I'm learning i'm not really a vampire <laughs> it's depressing because I, i'm human and, and, and i feel human pain and i'm feeling human motion because uh, i was very depressed and and uh, you know more than the pain i guess depression is set in because i never canceled the show so I've, i haven't slept in a bed in over uh i, I gosh since the last episode and then before that however long was I've, uh, I've I've been on the couch. Where I have to sit in a chair to sleep in a chair. Like I, I like I'm perfect sitting in these chairs now. <clears throat> and they put me on some new pain medicines and different things. So if I see him out there, and uh, that's probably the only reason I attempted to sing Purple Rain at all, is because because uh, uh, I'm not feeling myself on these medicines. Although I probably won't keep taking them because it is not helping the situation. So. No. But I had to try it. I had to try it to see if I could ease it up. But um, the, the, it's just, I've, I've said it, I think I said it last time in episode 19, I wrestled for a week on the road with a broken neck and, and like pushed on and through this, this one, I don't always say it's, it's, it's got me out. I have um, I like L3, L4, and L5, but you can't even see anything between Where L3 and L4. Where is that in your back? The lower back. Okay, the last, so like the very, back, very right? bottom. And then there's the S, so it's like the very, very bottom. And I guess one nerve is totally pinched off. Like my leg is numb all the way down through here. So um, I don't want to say it's a dead leg. I still have strength in it and everything. So that's the positive. I think it just can't get the inflammation down. I did steroid packs, this and this and that. So an epidural is the next step. Just waiting on my insurance to improve it. If not, I may just float to cash myself because I got to get back on the road. I mean, it, it's bombing and depressing because my favorite month, and, and then I don't like to wear myself on a shirt, but this is the most Halloween-y shirt I had, you know. Like, so <laughs> you can go to fnbgangirl.com and scoop up some of these. New designs there, up there, too. And there's some new designs. Yep. Not sure what uh, Raymond was thinking when he described me coming out of a pumpkin, but well, but it's cool. But like whatever, man, you might like it. I like the gang girl with the fangs and I stuff like, like fangs, that. Yeah. But um, that was cool because it's clean, it's black and white. But um, uh, what the heck? Oh, so it's the Halloween season. It's my busy season in wrestling. You know, I'm I'm blessed to work all the time and every weekend. But like, I had 19 shows this month, and like, so now, now technically, I don't have 19 because th- three or four of them I canceled. Three signing, uh, three shows and a signing, and um, so I'm super super bummed. I'm supposed to be in Philadelphia. Uh, for hybrid wrestling uh, this weekend. Well, it's not in Philly. It's going to be at the showboat in Atlantic City. Post- and, and I'm really, really bummed because I'll, I've been looking forward to wrestling Mance Warner. The Mancer, you know what I'm talking about, man? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, super, super, super bummed because I've been looking forward to this match. And uh, and then from there, I'm supposed to go to El Paso on Saturday, El Paso, Texas. And I think I was going to work Frank Stone down there, another great guy. I don't know if you probably know Frank. He's a local guy. For I a think while. so, yeah. yeah. Really great gentleman. It's his his promotion down there. Uh, I believe I I've, I believe that I I'll make both these shows, but I'm not sure that I'll make it in a wrestling capacity. Uh, although the wrestling, the, the landing on my back and all that actually feels good. Is the getting up from landing on my back, but 
the, the, what I fear and what the biggest problem is is, is, is the community, uh, the transporting, the, the walking from gate yeah. to gate in the airports because it's a three step bend over, stretch and cry. Three steps bend over, stretch and cry. Nothing has changed since I did that Nashville run and Philadelphia run that uh, uh, two weeks ago. It's the same, same pain. Um, I mean, I'm a little bit more mobile because of the steroid packs uh, got the, the inflammation down in most of the areas where I could like kind of stand more vertical. I'm not walking like. <laughs> eating cockroaches and serving Dracula, you know, <laughs> but, but, it, but I'm still walking kind of goofy, but, um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to take my vitamins and, and say my prayers and uh, keep pushing forward, but I'm just super bummed because of the Halloween season and I love, love the month of October. I love fall and I love going around the world and, and, and I just feel like I'm letting all the fans down and, and the people that want to come see and, and, and I'm super bummed. So I apologize to anybody or anything that I've, uh, like let down last weekend and um <clears throat> and this show's airing now over the weekend so hopefully i've made it out to to see you this weekend but i'm sorry if, it, if it's not in a wrestling capacity but um but i thank you for all all your uh i've had a lot of people write me so i, I must have talked about it on the last podcast a little bit because i've had a lot of people write me and, and send me some well wishes and stuff like that so thank you all of you and uh, i appreciate it or the follow me on my facebook because i checked into the ortho place the one day but i've been to that ortho place about six times this week Last week, but um, is it like a punch card? Like you check in six, you get the seventh one free. I'm well, nice. I, I, I'm I'm like wishing that that was the situation, but, but I'm thinking the sixth one I overdraft from my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not that bad. Life's been good to me, but um, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's starting to starting to add up. But um, uh, I mean, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I I have faith, and I and and it's, it's all going to work out. I'm just a little bummed that it. It happened in the month of October. I don't want that to happen at all, and I don't want to let anybody down. But October is just so bummed. It's Halloween. I, like I'm supposed to be like ah, woogie boogie woogie boogie woogie boogie, you know, and, you know, out there doing some Halloween stuff and things like that. But so my weekend, yes, I spent it on the couch. I did, I did go to a local show. Uh, at Uber down. I loaded up on some medicine. Went down, got a seat, and watched. Uh, uh, some some wrestling and uh, gosh if I can't remember her name but uh you know Santina Morello yeah of course his daughter was wrestling really so, um she, uh, Bianca that's so cool. she was on a CCW show so she was down there starting the program so it looks like she's gonna be a regular coming in and out um so I went down there and, and, and checked the show out it, it, it was down at the uh the brewery um unbranded brewery in Hialeah okay so it was a far. fun show um some things I didn't agree with uh there we talked about but. Overall, overall, the fans are great. Jim uh, Barcelona was in the house. Barcelona, we love Jim. Big Jimmy, Jimmy Barcelona oh, was in the, the house best. and um, took pictures. I said, Jim, I said, hey, he says, can I get a picture of you and Bianca? I go, yeah, I would love that, Jim. But like, like I could barely stand up straight for one. I just looked horrible in it because there was so much pain. And I go, for two, Jim, I've canceled all my shows this weekend. I really shouldn't be seen in a picture uh, on a thing. And then I said, so please don't post it. So he says, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'll wait a couple of days. And then I, I look and it's posted. Oh, he posted but, it. Oh, he posted yeah. it, but with such a long thing. It was like, he posted his picture, but then Gangrel was there. But he was not there in a wrestling capacity. He was there. He was injured, but he was there to support his training students and blah, 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 blah. And so, like, he covered it up. But, yeah, I did get out. But that it, it was hard to even make it through that just sitting, you know. And it's hard to be at a wrestling show and not be a part of the wrestling oh, yeah, show. you know. Sure. Um, and then knowing that you're supposed to be off you know, doing what you love and everything too. It's really hard. This has been a big, um, I've got to be honest, it's, this has been humbling and um, uh, an awakening and 
it's got me doing a lot of thinking. Um, you know, I was talking about my knee possibly being the last year and stuff, but this has really got me uh, reassessing things in life here and stuff like that. But um, not to bring everybody down. Let's, let's not, not, not want to be Debbie Downer and all this and this and that. So it was a push forward. So that was, but that was my weekend though. I mean, but I'm blessed, right? I, I am blessed. I wake up. I see a sunrise every morning. I got two incredible women in my life. Um, got a great family, kids, grandkids. Um, no, no, I, I, I'm in a good spot. I'm just being a little selfish and a little mopey, like right now, you know, on my end. But, but I'll weather through it and I'll push through it. So that's but, right. But that's, that, that's that. I did watch a lot of TV this weekend. Although it was good? no wrestling. No, I watched a horrible show. Fifteen things you didn't know about Bigfoot. That was that's a real thing. Yeah, it was a show. Fifteen things you didn't know about Bigfoot. What? what but was but that? it wasn't about Bigfoot. It uh, well. Wait, you know, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> huh? it's like. It, so I'm thinking I'm gonna like. Well, let's bring up Squatch for this for this. Oh, uh, oh, oh no, we can't do. Oh, no, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, we got him. We got him. We got him. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna be very disappointed. The only thing I learned about Bigfoot is mm-hmm. he doesn't like automatic weapons. <laughs> You're supposed to learn 15 things you didn't know about Bigfoot, but the only thing I learned in that was because you knew everything else. Is that why? No, I just don't think. I think they just they couldn't come up with a title, and I don't know why they put a number 15 things you didn't know about Bigfoot. But maybe I'm gonna have to go back and watch again and, and count. Count, but but what I learned is Bigfoot doesn't like automatic weapons. Okay, um, I mean, it, 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 it's such a wonky movie. It was like this film documentary guy, and he does. He, he like lures everybody in with like clickbait. Like he'll make it look like mm. he's in the. They put him on these terrible assignments. Like he's out and oh, I'll fight this this war over, overseas in the Middle East, blah blah blah. But they were they really here for the beer, you know, in the craft brewery. Like like so he with clickbait, like a lot of like clickbait type of stuff. Oh. But and he's going on and on, and they sent him off. But then he actually, uh, they sent him off to a Bigfoot festival in North Georgia. And uh, why aren't we there? So it turns turns out he he thinks he sees Bigfoot, but the Bigfoot guy faked the, the first encounter. So, but turns out it was more of a drug smuggling ring out in the woods. Blah blah blah. What? But he thinks he's actually believing in Bigfoot now. That of all the craziness, and then turns out they're about to get killed by these drug dealers, and Bigfoot did a run in. He did a run. Bigfoot made a save. Oh, good for Bigfoot. And the only thing they kept saying is Bigfoot doesn't like automatic weapons because that's when the shooting happened. Bigfoot came and he saved everybody because he didn't like that. Well, thank you, Bigfoot. Yeah, so Bigfoot, Bigfoot doesn't like automatic weapons. That's what I learned this week. We learned something. Yes, and and he's prominent in North Georgia where they apparently have a big fentanyl ring. (laughs) How does he feel about fentanyl? Squatch? Well, he didn't shut the fentanyl down uh, all that time. It was apparently there. Bigfoot was getting heat for all these attacks, but they were, uh, they were the drug dealers, but uh, apparently he's okay with fentanyl. Okay. He's just not okay when he started firing automatic weapons. Fentanyl, good. Automatic weapons, bad. Oh, well, I guess we learned other things about Bigfoot. They tried to explain, you know, how, like, of course, things we knew already to help Bigfoot communicates by hitting the trees with sticks, you know, like click, click, click. You know, but, oh, he's but, a drummer. He's a percussionist. Yeah. And then how Bigfoot would like lean branches against the tree to leave uh, other signals for Bigfoot. That's how they communicate. So That's I guess there's cute. three things, but we kind of already, I've already kind of heard all that before too. Uh, Bigfoot for, I, I guess they, maybe they covered 15 things, but the only, the only thing that stood out to me is Bigfoot then like automatic weapons. Got it. Noted. Yeah. Sign sealed delivered. Don't Got tell, it. Please don't. Tell Bigfoot I have a carry permit. <laughs> oh, I, what? What? It's Florida. Ah. <laughs> like, Can I like 
This, I just remembered oh. something. No, it I'm doesn't. Drinking my coffee backwards. Like, <laughs> should probably not. Man, you know, maybe I, I should have been tested before I did this show. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I know, th- doesn't drinking things backward help get rid of hiccups? Oh, no, maybe. I'll admit that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But, uh. So it's going, BAH! Scared somebody. It woke me up. Randomly, this has nothing to do with anything, but did you? And I'm sorry to bring it up, but did you see Dog the Bounty Hunter is like looking for Brian Landry? <laughs> oh, I did. I did hear that he wanted to do it, and people were knocking it, and then other people said, "Hey, at least it's one more person looking for for the guy." Or something he like, like showed that. up at the family's house, and they called the cops on him. He's trying. Um, is he trying, or is he trying to stay relevant? Both. Both, right? I like to. Th- I want to think it's both that he's at least. Attempting to find Brian because they they did. He find is like a real sites. bounty hunter, right? Yeah, legitimate. And yeah, then, and then, and then Beth, rest in peace. But it seemed like she did all the work. Did she? It seemed like she was the boss when I watched. Mm-hmm. I, I glanced at the show a few times, and yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm not a big dog guy. So we've learned. Um, so we've learned. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring it up just because I saw it in the news. So should we do? Um, <laughs> what well, the guy? Or let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. I, I know this is a wrestling show, and this mm-hmm. and that. Think you did it? Oh, Brian? Yeah. I mean, her death was ruled. It it was ruled a homicide. And he was the last one with her there on a trip. Plus, they were also so much weird footage. The police were called because they were fighting, and he physically abused her, hit her, or something, right? Yes, and then I, I, I've literally watched every. I love true crime. Uh, Did you ever check out the, the the lipstick and murder whatever the one was I told you? Oh, the the YouTube channel. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah, actually, okay, I think right, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's she's very well informed <laughs> yeah. and she does fantastic makeup. Um, yeah. I re- wish I remembered the exact name of the channel so we could plug uh, it. I think it's makeup lipstick and murder. murder or something. I don't okay. know. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's good with murder, ma- murder makeup, murder makeup. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's really good. Oh, it's really good. Um, but like yeah, he, much, yeah, he he definitely did. Yeah, it. he did it. Yeah. So Larry, so he did it. Mm-hmm. Apparently. He's out in his preserve, or that's where they think he went because his family said it's the last place to see him. Did he go? Do you think he killed himself out there? No, I think he's trying to go to another country or trying to escape or trying to live on the land for as long as possible. No, I think he's too much of a wuss to take his own life. Uh, I think they would have found him by now. I don't I know. Do you have a yeah. thought? What are you oh, googling? Was, it was yeah, murder mystery and makeup. Oh, thank um, you. yeah, murder mystery and makeup. A, 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 not that I want to plug anybody's to mind, but murder mystery makeup is like, uh, like if I think about it and I put that on, I can listen to her talk all day. I don't have to see her put the makeup on. I just like how she goes like, ah, da, like, you know. Yeah, she's, she's very well informed. Like, and, you know, but and, and, and it's a really cool thing because she goes and just gives you like the true crime and murder mystery. And she just kind of tells you the whole story and the, the back, the long of it in her own style and her own pizzazz. But she comes on there and, and she's a brave woman to come on uh, in this, this world today to, with no makeup. She You see what she looks like all natural, like out of bed or whatever it is. And boom. And then she puts this makeup on and you go, is that the same person? You know, yeah, she I, does a great job. But, but um, I really love, I love that. That's, that's really, really. And it's good to plug for Spooky Month too, you know? Like, oh, I feel like we're right yeah, on brand, yeah. you know? I mean, she covers everything from like the, the Black Dahlia. Like, oh, she covered that. That's a huge ca- oh, God, yeah. what I wouldn't get. Who saw okay. a body in half? Like, Let me ask you. If you were given the opportunity to be able to solve an unsolved murder or mystery, is there one that stands out to you that you'd want to see solved i mean obviously there's black dahlia a lot of people jfk conspiracy about the lisa bonnet did they they come to the conclusion on that or not uh you're talking john bonnet ramsey ish 
ish. The, 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 the guy, the dad, who is the brother is who they like the were brother, pointing. But this is allegedly, guys. We don't want to get in trouble and be like, this is what's happening. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tupac and Biggie. Oh, well, that yeah. that would but be. Come on. That yeah, that well, yeah. that was the police. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you think? <laughs> well, they did it. Oh, uh, Shug under like, uh, uh, Shug, big Shug. But don't come after me, Shug. He's, He's in prison. Like, yeah. I don't know. You watch all these. It's crazy man like yeah there's so many but the black dahlia one has always fascinated me because they never caught the person and the way that they found her was so traumatic and and this is not to overlook all the unfortunate things that's going on in the world there's so many children people that disappear every day it's unsolved and and stuff but those these are bigger ones that have been media eye but I, i believe that every disappearance and every murder and crime should be just as, as, as big and, and, and um, get just as much attention. But unfortunately, it doesn't. And uh, and then our thoughts and prayers with all those families out there and stuff like that, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, but Definitely. solve some crimes. Really? Solve some crimes. We could do a whole thing. Maybe we should do our own, like... True crime? Well, maybe murder, mystery, makeup, like... You want to put makeup I'll on? Maybe I'll, no, I'll do your makeup. Oh, I, I will. Like, <laughs> I'll do, do you, you you're going to end that? up looking like Gene Simmons from Kiss when I get I can only like, do, ah! I can only <laughs> do so much. Should we do that next week? You want to do my makeup? I won't paint you up like a juggalo. I promise. Uh, whoop, then, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Family. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I'm down. I'll bring my makeup. You can do my makeup next week. All right. So what is next? So um, New segment? Should we do the new segment? Oh, I, I, no. Raymond and his damn segments. How can he come in here and go, I got a new segment, like like two minutes before we start. Like, and we're like, what? Because he's putting us on the spot. And I- uh, but um, I didn't... Uh, hmm. I didn't get to see much wrestling. Hmm. But oh. this morning, 6 a.m., you know, got to see Jeff Hardy and Damian Priest uh, open up Raw, so that was uh that was interesting. Um, then uh, that Austin Theory kid comes out. Do you know Austin Theory? I sure do. I've wrestled Austin Theory a few times. He comes out and then so uh, like so, I like I love Damian Priest so much, and, and I like Jeff, but Damian, I think he's like he's six five. Do you think he's too tall to be doing some of the things he's doing? No. Because I mean, then like like the the, the, the go over quarter roll and then come up into a tackle. Like, but if, was, if you could do it, why not do it? I think the ring needs to be bigger because he's so taller. It just looks weird. Like oh okay, you're, yeah, you're it's saying, not okay. the athletic ability I'm questioning. I'm, I'm thinking like he's just so damn tall that it looks funny. But uh, I was super excited to see that that open up. I don't know where I wanted to say about it, but it was um, he beat Jeff. It, it was uh, whatever, and then they started. Uh, so Jeff's going to SmackDown, I guess. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. And then he insinuated we're going to see a whole... Is there going to be a change in Jeff Hardy? Is it going to be... Uh, I heard Willow's coming back. Is that what's going on? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So you see, I don't Interesting, know. Interesting, right? I mean, media. So that's gone. And then, then he's getting... He got uh, Austin Theory did his gimmick on him and took some selfies with him. So, okay. I, but that's cool. But I was just glad to see Raw open up with that. And then, uh, then uh, Charlotte Flair and um, uh, Bianca Belair match, which... I'm sure was very uh, good. It was. There were some moments in there where I was like, ah, they, they forced, like, I don't I don't like when she hits her butt, like, jumps up on the rope and hits her butt, you know, like, um, uh, Bianca, like, um, I'm not so sure. It's just, it, it just takes away from the match, because I think, I actually think her and Charlotte Flair are, like, super talented, super athletic, amazing women, great for, uh, just great for women in wrestling, and, and, and women in general, like, they're empowering, very empowering, and very proud of them, and, and, 
and, and it, it ah, I'm in awe at all their athletic ability and their wrestling ability. I, I'm just like ah, like, like um, so they had like potential to have a really good match, and then they had Becky uh, Lynch out there on commentary, which um, which I, I don't know, I don't think I was a big fan of her on commentary. I wasn't getting what was going on. I I think she's lost her Irish accent, and then <laughs> I'm not sure if um. I don't know what she was doing. If anybody can explain to me, and don't feel afraid, you're not gonna hurt me. Like my feelings and comments and stuff, can explain to me the character. Like, is she like the queen now or something? I don't know. Like, um, I, I don't know. I just I, it, it just seemed very like maybe I've never heard her on commentary, but I, I, it just seemed so square peg round hole. I don't know what was going on. For me, it's like if it ain't broke, right? Don't fix it. So I don't know why they're trying to. I guess maybe she's trying to come across the heel, but you know, it just seems like they're everything trying. was so forced. I like, know, but like. Ugh. It's, yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't get to see much of Raw, but that, that's my wrestling for the weekend. But, like, I, I thought the women had, they were the main event, which was, it was, it was awesome. They made it, the Raw. And, um, Girl it, was, power. it was good. It was a lot of good stuff, a lot of great, like, little false finishes and stuff like that. I enjoyed the heck out of that. But, yeah, I didn't get to really watch much. I apologize. I didn't either. I should have. I was been stuck, like, sit, literally sitting on a couch. But, you know what I watched? I'm such like a high school kid at heart. What? I'm, I'm 52 years old going on 53, but yet I sit there and power watch season three of All American. All American? You don't watch All American? Raymond, you don't watch All American? So season three. So I power watched one and two, and then um, then I turned Anna on to it, but turned out she had already watched it. I go, Anna, you should check this out. She goes, oh, I already am. All American's about, okay. So it's like Beverly 90120 meets the hood. Like, like meets, meets, uh, meets, uh, um, yeah. What did you just mention uh, uh, when we were talking about Stand By Me? Boys, boys from the, the Hood. hood. It's okay. like 90120 meets Boys in the Hood, right? So you got Crenshaw. So you got this got Crenshaw, you know, South Central, Crenshaw. And then you got Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills High, right? So uh, a kid from a football player from South Crenshaw has an opportunity because the mom knows somebody to get him out of there to go to Beverly Hills High to get a better education and a better chance. For football, so he moves in with a family from Billy Hills, and then boom! So these two worlds, these two, two worlds collide. Mm-hmm. They coincide, collide, crash, love, hate, no hate, but then, but there's there's everything. Rich people drama, hood drama. I, but it's, it's high schoolers. It's high school. Maybe I'm reliving the high school years I never had. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I left school. I mean, I went through high school, but I was very much an adult, and like I missed out all these. Would like, you have played football? Did you play football? Yeah, I I played football, not like uh, not in high school. I, I played Pop Warner and I broke my neck. That's mm-hmm. the first time I broke my neck. And um I was uh thirteen when I broke my neck and I had high schools coming to me and my parents literally coming to the games and my parents would be talking to them and they're like, We're gonna we can change his address, we'll get him a ride, we'll pick him up to school every day, it's a great educational program, blah 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 blah. No, I was really good at football. I you know, bet I, I enjoyed football. I was a defensive end, outside linebacker and uh, oh, damn. then I was an offensive guard and I was on kickoff and return team. Um I never left the field. Never left the field. I was um I loved it. I I love, love, love football. Um then once I broke my neck and I said I couldn't do it anymore, I kind of got bitter. Went away from it. I was at thirteen. By seventeen, I was a pro wrestler. <laughs> wrestler. I was already moved out on my own. So thirteen, twelve, thirteen, that happened. And then uh, a lot of a lot of stuff went on. I explained in earlier episodes about my brother passing away, a house fire. I ended up moving in with an uncle. I moved in with an uncle at thirteen, and then by fifteen, unfortunately, uh, not unfortunately, it's still a blessing, but it's early to be happening. I got a girl pregnant, 
and then, then we had a son. So by 16, I, my, I was already had my own apartment. My mom co-signed. Uh, like, she didn't co-sign. She had to sign it because I was too young. I was already living on my own, paying rent and stuff like that. So those high school years and all the proms and the giddy grab ass stuff, I missed all that. So I think I, I lived through that with like the step ups and bring it on. Yeah, like, and then, like, but this one, this one, All American covers it all. It's like. What, what network is it? Oh, like, or is it streaming? Netflix. Oh, it's Netflix. Netflix. Okay. So you got seasons one, two, and three. And be ready, man. It's like. 19 or 20 episodes. Uh, I love that. Uh, like, I love like, that. You know what I've been watching? is Squid Game. Did I mention that last week? I've seen that. It looked kind of trippy. What is oh, it? Oh, it's like, so crazy. Like, so it's like, a Korean. Like, the faces freaked me out, so I didn't know if I could get in. I was a little. It worried. is great. It is so good. If you guys haven't watched Squid Game, I'm looking at all of y'all. After you watch All American, check out Squid Game on Netflix. Yeah, it's really fun. I love those Korean dramas, but yeah, those movies are like in. Yeah. My right. But you adults don't judge me for the all American. Nobody's stuff. judging. But you younger generation, you check that out, man. Yeah, if you no, like Beverly Hills nine hundred one hundred two, and you like nine hundred two one zero. That that one, that zip code too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Melrose Over Place. <laughs> all those. I, I've been also watching Sex in the City, so like that's oh, not anything to brag about at all. But so. uh, Squid Games. How, Squid can, Games. Can you give us a rundown of Squid Games? Yes, sure. Um, it, it's hard without giving anything away. So let's just say uh, it's a place where um, one half of the people are these like faceless workers. They either have like a triangle, square, or circle on their face, and then the other half are numbered players, and they compete in in different childhood games um, for survival. Like ring around the rosy, like red light, green light, that kind of stuff. Tug of war. Okay, I understand tug of war. What's red light, green light? Red light, green light is so the person would turn around and they'd be like, green light, and you'd have to run as far as you can to pass a certain line. And when you say red light, then the person turns back around. And if, if anyone moves, then you're out. You can't move. So green light means go. Red light, you have to freeze. And if you move, you're dead. Not in real life, just on the show. Yeah. It's pretty hmm. wild. No tag or anything. I haven't. I'm only on episode like seven, so okay. maybe maybe some oh, tag oh, will be coming. Yeah, it's n- there's nine episodes, so. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Hide go seek. Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. Well, that'd be scary. The last episode was marbles, but once again, I don't want to give anything away. I'm oh, not, marbles. but I, I yeah, really some Chinese marbles. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's very interesting, especially yeah. for spooky season. Highly yeah. recommend. It was so yeah. Well, uh, officially today, if I'm still, I've actually been able to sit in a chair and i've been blessed enough that i can work on a lot of promos and and critique matches at the school so i I haven't had to cut that out so much but it's it's the start i mean i need to get in to start watching all horror movies now it's time i've seen i've seen i've seen the nightmare on elm streets have been on the original like the johnny Depp, the good good ones yeah um, I've seen I've seen a few Halloweens popping up now and stuff. And there's a new movie coming out in like a couple weeks, so that'll be fun. And what's that? Halloween Lives. Oh, Halloween Lives. Oh, check that out. Yeah, I'm excited. And uh, I know it's not horror, but I watched this thing called New Mutants. I liked it. The we, new mutants yeah, I saw I it. Mutants. I mean, it, to me, it was horror because the dudes with the teeth and the no eyes, that, that was... They uh, were trying. Like, that That was the direction, was they wanted a horror comic film. And they they, they tried. They, they tried. I, I thought I, it was watchable. You know what? I Everything Rotten Tomatoes craps on, I like. So, uh, then again, I put ketchup on stuff. So <laughs> On what? French fries. I like ketchup on French fries. That's not abnormal. No, I'm just saying that. I, okay. I'm no, I thought you were going to be like, I put ketchup on my toast. And I was going to say, what are you talking about? I was confused. That's not normal. Do people have ketchup on toast? 
How about ketchup on uh, grilled cheese? I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> do you do that? All right, let's get off this. Let's okay, go to okay, Raymond's okay. segment. Okay, Raymond's All right, hey, uh, squ- uh, squat you. I'm going to put you down. I'm sweating. Okay, bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. It's been real. He says, thanks for the 15 things. Oh, Squatula. All right. So what is this? What are we doing? What's going on? I, I, I glanced at it, but some of it just didn't seem. Whatever, Raymond. Let's go. What are we doing? Okay. So we're looking up at the screen now in case you're just listening to us here. Um, so those of you watching us on YouTube, hello. How are you? Hello. And uh, you can see the screen. Okay. So what we have up here is just something keep two champions the rest will be erased which nobody should be erased by the way i'm just gonna put that uh so, out there anybody who's a champion is a champion unless it was like uh william shatner or something but like oh but our, our david arquette but he's earned his keep now yeah, david arquette but like i mean that was kind of like but if we're just talking wrestling so so what, what we have two champions the rest will be erased um what is this IG at Russell Geek? What is that? Uh, That's where he got this from. So oh, so this is a game somebody else is playing mm-hmm. on Instagrams or something. Okay, well we're missing some champions up here. I see. I'm gonna give you the champions. I think I see up here. I see mm-hmm. John Cena, Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Viper, Randy Orton, Triple H. Although, I think that's CM Punk, who looks like Randy Orton a lot right there. You can um, tell by the accent. Is, yeah, it's, and I can't tell if that's Edge or Jericho. It's Edge. Uh, it's Edge mm-hmm. and Brock Lesnar. Okay, so where's, like, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Yokozuna? Like, like, like it's hard for me to, to tell you. Like, you're asking me to go by these ones. Um when I think there's uh, a lot of other champions that uh, I want to But, but that we would want to. But I guess right? this is the, the, the group. This is the category, huh? Uh-huh. So let let's let me let me be clear, and uh, maybe I'm trying to be PC about this and everything. I don't think anybody should be erased. You're your champion, your champion. The books, your books. If you if you, if you're blessed enough to be in that spot, you got it. You got it. Um, out of this group of Cena, Taker, Stone Cold, Randy Orton, Triple H, CM Punk, Edge, and Brock Lesnar, keep two. I'm gonna keep the two. I'm gonna keep. This is like. So I'm terrified. The two I'm going to keep because I'm attitude era, attitude era like uh, so I'm going to lean attitude era okay. just because it's my favorite amount attitude era. It's not to to that that I dislike any of these other people or anything like this. But if I'm forced to keep two, and by all means I wouldn't erase anybody, but if I'm forced to keep two, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Stone Cold and Edge. Shut up, Raymond. Wait, why? Are you, <laughs> like, like, you think he's not going to pick Edge? <laughs> he knew I was going to pick that. He knew it was exactly the two I was going to pick. First of all, he wanted me to pick Undertaker. He wanted Undertaker. He wanted Undertaker. Undertaker had a streak, and they they ruined that. They should have kept the streak, and that was his that was his thing for immortality. But he wanted to give it up to Brock, so that what well, boom that they did they canceled each other to me. Um, okay. But yeah, that's for me. Um, just, just, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm being favorited, you know, like, because the Attitude Era for Stone Cold, and he was, like, super cool to me and nice, you know. And not that any of them weren't. They were all nice to me. All, all these gentlemen, except for really Brock, I don't know. Um, but every, every other, all the other ones have always been super nice to me. But, and then Edge, I just personally, I, I, I that's my dog, man. Rated our superstar. <laughs> superstar. So how about this? Instead of, like, can I add on two more? I have no, but I'm saying like, can I pick different people? Because he already picked two. Can I pick two different ones? Because I would have went with like Bret Hart. Uh, like, no, but to get rid of no, 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 to get... no. Okay, so the the game 
I feel like I'm playing Squid Game. This is like not this. I don't like this. This is at like all. death to all, right? Okay, so I'm gonna pick. So I, I I feel like I have to keep Stone Cold. I feel like that's a non-negotiable out of everyone up there. My gut, oh. I have to keep Stone Cold, but I'm gonna pick Triple H also. Oh, you picked him over Sam. That's not fair. This. <laughs> I just the, can I can I ask you a decision to go with Triple H? I just re- always like Triple H as a champion. Did you? Okay. It's just it's just a personal thing, and just it's, a particular picture that we're looking at. It looks really good with the belt around his waist. So maybe that's why. Maybe he just looks real good. But no, no, I, I just he looks like a champion in that picture. Like, but I hate uh, that I have to pick. But you know, I, I yeah, I see. You know, sure, and an Undertaker. I don't want to take. Like you said, it's I don't want to take away, and I don't want to get any heat. But it just it just my preferences. And yeah. yeah, I feel like Stone Cold is the one. And yeah, Triple H. So. Yeah. Raymond, go. okay, sorry, neither of us said Undertaker. He's wonderful. We love him. But Who are you not... keeping, Raymond? Undertaker and Brock Lesnar? Who? Undertaker and Randy Orton. Randy Orton, okay. It's respectable. Good. Well, okay. it's your generation more. I mean, the Undertaker's been everybody's generation. He's done it for so long, but. Um... So uh, they all respect any choice is respectable. Any 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 choice. It, yeah, it's it's hard to be like to say that none of them. No, no I don't know. I would uh, I'd race Lesnar. Really? Okay. Well, no. I mean, I just don't. I mean, he's just the big guy. I mean, you're. I think because it's the newest. I'm gonna stick with like well, and but he is athletic, man. Anybody can go out. Speaking of Minnesota, like. This guy is a beast. He he didn't. He played what college football or something. He wrestled. Russell, college, yeah. But then he wrestled. WWE, and then just said, hey, I'm going to go back and try out for a pro football team, and he made the, the practice squad. That's a crazy feat. That's, that's that's just a beast of a human being. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. And i never seen Cena have a bad match, but um, no, I'm just going with Stone Cold and, and Edge. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm... They were not. I'm not fanboying. I guess it's more personal connections. And exactly, uh, and yeah. that's what we can base it on. We don't have to base it on science or like. I get rid of this thing, right? Next, why, why, what, what's why the other you one? Give me anxiety, like at like at nine a.m. I know, morning. and I told him I wasn't answering it, but I did. I, for you, Raymond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoa! What the heck is this? More Brock Lesnar. Ooh, yeah, right. Okay. In. I'm what surprised. Is this, Raymond, explain to me what we're looking at. What are we yeah, doing? What is this? this? All right, I think I got it. Okay. So you got. All right, so you got to. Is this team is the team that goes over? Uh, yeah, who who do you win out of these? Okay, all right. So everybody that's just listening to this on Spotify, and and again, everybody that's watching on YouTube, thank you. You can see the board up here. He's asking us, and this is again from IG at Wrestling underscore Geek. I guess this is like something off Instagram. Wrestling he's he's trying to get us to participate and 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 cross promote, I suppose. Um, he's asking which team would you pick? So there's three teams up there. Uh, th- uh, Trios, right? So there's a supernatural team of the Fiend, uh, Demon Balor, Finn Balor, Demon Balor, Malachi Black, or what's he called there? Yeah, that's yeah, one. that's Malachi right. Malachi Black, my, and then you got Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. who looks a lot like uh, Jackal from CCW. Wow, they really do look alike. Um, so nevertheless, hold on. Jackal? So all right, so so far, the Fiend, uh, Balor. Malachi, then you got Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, and Adam Cole. Bebe. Bebe. And then and then you got and that that's the team technic technicians. Mm-hmm. So team powerhouse is Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and uh Drew uh, Drew Galloway. Uh McIntyre. I'm sorry, I keep calling him Galloway. It's okay. So Drew McIntyre. Uh 
So you got to pick one of these teams. To, to do what, though? My question is. Go over? My question is. My question is to the IG at Wrestle underscore Geek. Where are the Freebirds? I mean, I guess you're trying to keep this current, I suppose. But where's the brood? Um, where's yeah, the brood? Where's the Freebirds? Because if you're telling me teams. So, <laughs> I'm like, where's the bootios? As much as I don't want the bootios in the house, where's the bootios? But, um, but I guess these are our choices. Team Supernatural, Team Powerhouse, and Team Technicians, I believe. So, okay, wait. So, it's all of them are wrestling together. So, it's in. Are they all in the, the match at one time? Or are we just picking who? Triple threat. Triple threat match. So all three of these teams are in the ring working at one time. Okay. I have my I have my answer. I have my answer. I feel confident all right, you about go it. First. Ladies, ladies first. I'm gonna go technicians. Okay. I'm gonna go technicians purely uh, based on Daniel Bryan. He that's He will overcome all the evil and all the power. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of evil and a lot of power to overcome. Yeah, but that's a lot of technical I, I don't know. You I think he's gonna dazzle him with some vegan dust. Hula I don't know. I just Right. Maybe it's wishful drinking, but um, I I'm going technician. Okay, um, I think it's all a very interesting matchup. Um, There's I, no wrong answers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Team Powerhouse. I think. Okay. Team Powerhouse. Um, I mean, just like all right. So, in my mind, think, think. Think real, but it, it, it's work. Like so, if I gotta believe this was real, and they're going in there, and I was a real wrestling fan, and how a wrestling fan should be is like I want, I'm gonna believe who I want to believe is really gonna win. So I'm gonna put myself, I'm gonna take myself back to the like eight year old Gangrel, little David Heath, eight year old, watching Florida Championship Wrestling, and believing, believing all the magic, buying into everything. I'm gonna go with. Team powerhouse. Okay. Just, just because that's what I would. I just believe nobody could take them off their feet except for. Well, I mean, not that the fiend and uh, uh, Malachi are small, but Galloway. I've wrestled McIntyre. I've wrestled them, and I know how naturally strong the guy is. I've wrestled Daniel Bryan, Bryan Daniels, whatever name he's on there this week. So, um, mm-hmm. I've seen Rotundo, the fiend, uh, Finn Balor. I've, I've seen him. I know him. Um, I've seen Lesnar. I don't know him. I've I've had many conversations with Roman Reigns. So uh, the fan is a little kid of me. If I was believing this was real, there was no uh, no fairy dust in there. Like I'm gonna go with Team Powerhouse. Raymond? Team Powerhouse. Yeah, Team Powerhouse. Team okay. Powerhouse. Whatever. I'll be the odd woman out. I don't care. Uh, I, I stand by. Hey, hey, the Briscoes and Mike Ryman, they have brung down many a giants in the day, and that's yeah. what people went there to see: David versus Goliath. So. So you're not wrong in that, and you're not saying that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I mean, look at Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Come on now. So I'm just saying, champion. as me as a fan, I would have went with that. But that's not saying that's what the Booker would have wrote. But, <laughs> like, do we know that. the Booker? Like that's the yeah. yeah. yeah maybe if we told know me who was writing the car, who was yeah, who was doing the matchmaking and yeah. stuff. I would, I would tell you. Well, that, that was, that, that but was not fun. as a kid. I gave you my opinion as a kid. If I was an eight-year-old, seven-year-old yeah, yeah, so, baby yeah. vampire, yeah, I'm not oh. so angry yet at the world and still believe in all the magic. <laughs> I still believe in the magic. Malinko told me, "What, what did he tell me when I started? <laughs> believe in none of what you hear and only half of what you see." And now I think it's like believe none of what you hear and only a quarter of what you see because everything's like so smoke and mirrors, you know. Mm. He always had all, all, all these like sayings, yeah. And, it, it, and yesterday I hobbled down to the ocean because of one of his saying. He would always go, 
kid, when you're injured, the ocean is nature's whirlpool. You gotta go down and get waist high in the ocean and just walk. So, and I can barely walk. And, and, and all I can hear is Malinko in my head. It says, do it, damn it, get in the water. Get so I go down there, but I was afraid to get in because my back and my leg hurt so much. I thought if I fell down, I would, you would I'd not be able to get up and what? drown because I couldn't swim. That's how bad it is. But I eased in there with, with the, the old Boris Malinko's voice in my head. I eased into the ocean going, nature. The ocean's nature's whirlpool. I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to feel better tomorrow. Well, um, Boris, I think I'm going to have to go to the whirlpool a few more times. Rest in peace. Takes maybe more than once. Yeah. And he also said any injury, overhead pulley. Like, whatever. Whatever injury is, just do overhead pulleys. Don't don't stop going to the gym. Always just doing overhead pulleys. Light, oh, lightweight overhead pulleys. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So what was the other one he, he, I, used to, I used to love? And I, I use it when I teach a lot. Don't go around the world to cross the street. Don't go around the world to cross the street. You know what I mean? Were, were there names for these? Are these like Malenkoisms? The Malenkoisms, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the 10, there was 10 of them. And then the other one was, don't make a blizzard out of a fart. <laughs> I get it. Don't make a blizzard out of a fart. And okay. The man with one eye is king in the land of the blind. <laughs> that, that's deep. I don't know how it appeals to wrestling, but it's very deep. The other one's the journey is the the the, the, the journey jo- is the jewel. jewel. Yeah. Yep. But there was that a, was, I a, like that one. There's a few more. Uh, there's a few more, but I just can't think of them off the top of my head. But That'd yeah. be cool to like go through them and kind of analyze. Because when them, you go you know? to a school, we had the poster up. The Tamlin goes. I have to try to find it and print it up. Like I I, I had it before uh, one time. I think I had it as a screensaver, but it might be in my old phone. But yeah. Oh yeah, that, that that'd be cool to like. Yeah, I think yeah. Frankie Reyes over in Tampa. He still has it, I think he put it up because he was like a Malenko student. But anybody that was trained under Boris Malenko, they they know these things. They they'll know exactly what I'm talking Malenko about. Malenkoism. Um, neat. Do you, okay, so is your favorite journey is the jewel? Is that the one that stands out most to you? Um they they they, they the, the three, like uh, the man with one eye is king in the land of the blind. You know, like because that that's so, so deep. That makes that makes so oh much sense God. to me. I mean, um, don't go around the world across the street. Like what I'm teaching now. And giving back to professional wrestling, and even when I'm doing a match and I'm in a match, and I'll, I'll, I'll find that like that that saying comes to my head: Why, why are you doing all this to go back and grab this? You just go to this, <laughs> you know. Um, and the fart and, one. And then, the, um, <laughs> and the, um, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. That that they, these these were all uh, you know they're malinkoisms, but they were very much a survival guide, you know, not fighting zombies, but but a survival guide. <laughs> the survival guide of pro wrestling. So really, you know, over half of them are really as what helped me keep my sanity and 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 last this long in professional wrestling. So they yeah, so I they they all kind of stick with me. Even Nature's Whirlpool. I went down there and tried it. But it does work for your knees. I do know that. I don't know about the back. So I was so afraid that it, like I couldn't get up. The wave knocked me down. But I, I look out of my window in the morning. I'm blessed because I live on the 21st floor. So I wake up and I try to see if there's any white caps or how calm the ocean is. And usually I would walk down or ride my bicycle down. I'm so crippled. So I go down in my, my truck and and then I park. But then I got down there and I go, oh, wait a minute. It's a little choppy here. It looks, it's, it's calm out. You know, it was a little calmer out further. But I. I had to make it through the breaks, you know, to get to the common part. But um, I was really scared, but I was that desperate. I was, like, thinking, like, hey, you know, if it happens, it happens. I, I, I got to get in the water and try to ease this up. But, um, you know, my knees felt better when I got out of the water. My okay. back, not necessarily. But, That's not good. But I got a little color on my face, tan pyre. There you go. So after being locked down on the couch and ridden to a house and not being – I haven't trained in, in, like, 
13 days. That is the longest I've not ever been to a gym. You have to listen <laughs> to your body. It's so important. Don't push yeah, it. I just can't walk. And if I pick a weight up or anything, it just causes that back. They're like, just like, man. So, yeah. So, I live by those things. I, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I, the, the, there's three or four of them that just really resonate. And really were like my survival guide. And, and I still use them to this day as I teach you and give back. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So oh, he's coming. pointing to the box. What's in the box? I, the apparently, I heard a rumor. There's a lot of questions in the box today. Yeah, he said he like doubled. Yeah, yeah, because I got in here early, and I don't think he liked the state I was in on this new medicine, trying to figure it out. I think he was worried, so he figured, well, they won't listen to a format, so I'll just put more questions in the box. We listen to a format. <laughs> so, like, so what's in the box? Okay. Wow, we went right. We didn't get the. There was no. You got to close that like. Oh. I just watched Pulp Fiction too. Is that really what I think it is? All right. Um, I guess. I mean, I feel like we talked for. Are we gonna do all of these? Okay, because this is this is overwhelming. All right, you ready for the first one? Uh, okay. Now okay. you just gave me anxiety. I, I was feeling good until you said it was overwhelming. No, there's just like, so many. Uh, now I looked in there and I got overwhelmed. It's just a lot. Okay. Oh, overwhelming. <laughs> this is from Brian. Just Brian. Just B. You know what's up, B? Okay. B, Brian. Is there yeah. one wrestling move that you would be more nervous taking than all others? I think I read that in there. You two things. Uh, oh, I saw it too. Yeah. Taking? Um, uh, I used to think a Spanish fly, but that's just a back bump, really, a foot bump. Um, now, now, in my older age, I, I, I'm going to say uh, 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 pile driver. Ooh, okay. Because because of the broken necks, two broken necks, the lack of people's uh, experience and training, the, the lack of being trained properly by most people out there, and and and, it, and I don't feel a lot of people have like the same respect and and um, uh, for each other's bodies. Like it's more of a I don't want to say reckless, but it, it, they wild out a lot more. These younger generation, they do some like. Um, you know, these Canadian destroyers. And different, you know, I guess if I was to think about all the stuff that I, I see on TV now, I could give you like a list of like 20 things that I want to take. But myself in the ring of things I have taken, I'd probably have to go like, you know, a uh, tombstone pod or a power driver, stuff pod. You know. See, like the things that scare me are. I'm a skinny dude. If it was a big old thick Samoan leg guy, then not. Then yeah. good. If the Samoan thumbs <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Well, what about the, the ones that scare me are ones like you said that people get injured from not, you know, taking it properly. So I always think about the Styles Clash. Is that what it's called? When, uh, if you don't tuck your chin properly, right. you're going to hurt yourself. You, but yeah. Well, uh, no, you got to open up. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't tuck the chin, which is yeah, like, I guess, yeah. something yeah. inherently. It's against your you, natural instinct because everything you're taught is to do that. Yeah, right. To tuck your chin. Yeah. What about like a, a, a Frankensteiner? No. How, how's easy, that? Easy? easy. That, yeah, that one's easy? easy? Yeah, I still take those. Even when my back wasn't hurting, I still take those in class when I'm training and stuff and all that. Yeah, it's just a total. That's just a roll. That's just a nice, easy quarter roll or forward roll out of it. Either either, okay. either either. More of a quarter roll. Yeah. All right. This next question is from John M. John M. What's up, buddy? And they want to know if you have any stories about Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Yeah. Um... I don't have a lot of stories about Jim Cornette, but uh, like one of my like I've I've had some of my earliest experiences and encounters. With, my, my encounters with Jim Cornette were early in my career, I should say. So um, uh, when I first started training, um, there was these uh, like super fans called Jeff Baldrum, uh, 
Jeff Bowdrum, who was a clerk of a clerk's down here, and a couple other people, my old partner, Tom, they were all kind of friends. And then, like, Jim Cornette, like, he was, like, friends with them somehow. So one of my early experiences, you know, I, I've gone to a lunch with him, like, because he, when he tells this thing, he goes, yeah, I know Dave, but he was still a mark, and he wasn't wrestling. But, like, I never correct him and say, well, I was wrestling by then, Jim, but I'm not going to correct him. But, yeah, that's when I first met him. But then... Uh, in my ring in ring experiences, some the first thing with him was um, I used to go to Georgia Championship Wrestling. So um, it was on uh, I believe it was called Techwood Drive or Peachtree Street, but it, it was the old studio, the old uh, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling studio. Mm-hmm. So there's no like so I would uh, literally do a show on Friday night here in South Florida, do uh, do another show Saturday, an independent show like in Tampa, but I wouldn't get a hotel room, and I would pick a couple other guys up. And then we'd drive up and sleep in the parking lot to do TV because TV was in the morning on a Sunday morning out there. And they wouldn't have a bathroom or anything in the studio. It was just like a – they had a bathroom, but there was no showers or anything. So, you know, you'd sleep in your car. You'd come in, try not to smell, run, brush your teeth real quick and wash your armpits and, you know, do that. Woo! West Texas, rest in peace, Bobby Duncan shower. And um, Junior, Bobby Duncan Jr. there. Oh, God, I miss that guy. Um, but uh, we get in there and you'd shower up and then uh, you'd wait. You know, to wrestle and and, it, and I will always sit there and you never knew who you were gonna get. Like like at that time, they had uh, Samoa SWAT team, which 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 I'm dear friends with them both now. But but they were like a like like I looked at them as like just murderous assassins back then because they had these pineapples, this, the SSTs, and then they would just like bust a pineapple on your head. And and later I learned sometimes when I watch that pineapple get busted on somebody's head, I'd be like, that pineapple didn't break very well. Because like I learned later that if Sam Wu didn't like you leave the pineapple like kind of frozen, they wouldn't cut it like when they hit you. So they like really clock you with that pineapple. And then you had the Road Warriors who I I never drew the SST back then, but I drew the Road Warriors a lot. I was like, oh and um uh, like so, the Road Warriors was the Road Warriors back then. It was kind of rough, but it wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't bad, but it was like you'd be like, "Oh damn, you got the Road Warriors." But then, and I drew them a lot. I get the Midnight Express. I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Oh. It was like the heavens opened up. Getting beautiful, Bobby, baby, <laughs> beautiful Bobby. And um, uh, it was actually, I think Stan Lane at the time when I drew him the first time. Uh, and um, uh, but Bobby Eaton's just always gonna stand out to me, um, and Jim Cornette. So, uh, so we get them. It's the first time we're working at the at the, at the Georgia Championship Studios, and like, um, uh, I, <laughs> so I get out. They were doing a match. It's kind of a long match for a little TV match, but they throw me out there, and Jim Cornette he rips his jacket off and he puts his tennis racket down, and and then I, I take like a punch from Jim Cornette in the back bump. But that's like uh, my very, like so my first entering experience with Jim Cornette. I end up taking a uh, like a punch for him and taking a, a bump on the floor and stuff like that. But um, I've always had like super pleasant experiences. He was very knowledgeable about wrestling and um, stuff like that. And very helpful to me when I was younger. But, yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah, man. No, he's always do. he's so smart. Like people don't realize. Like he came up through the. Uh, setting chairs up and taking pictures he came up that 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 old old-fashioned way so when you come up in such an such a a way and you pay all these dues it's it it, it, it could be frustrating and, and to myself too frustrating when i see people that roll in like oh i'm the greatest like you know like did you did you work here did you do this did you pay it could be very very frustrating because i mean and i'm and i don't say it a lot of people are like like act entitled and stuff in this generation but you know but um 
you know. So I, I mean, I get some of his frustrations with things, this and that, and sometimes it's over the top. But 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 he's always great and cool to me. It was always a good things. So. Good. Yeah. Noted. All right. Ready for another one? Yeah. Are we good to keep going? Okay. Let me make sure. Our buddy's back. Well, curve solo. Yeah, curve Sub-curve. solo. Okay. I think I saw this question on the YouTube thing. I, I, I saw a couple. So if New Jack, is this the one you saw? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Is the camera off or is it still good? Okay. If New Jack was in the WWF, do you think he could have had the same impact uh, as a store? Oh, as a Stone Cold Steve Austin? He was basically the black Stone Cold before there was actual Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. No, I don't think... And don't get mad at me, uh, Kid Cabet here. Um, Why would I... What are you talking about? Well, I haven't gone here yet. Uh-oh. I, did, he, what did, he, did he refer to him as the Blackstone Cold? What did he refer... What did That's he say? That's what he said. Did, say it. He said... It, Those were his words. He said he was basically like a Blackstone Cold. Blackstone Cold. Well, I don't want to put a color on anything, but I, I would put him more in the Cactus Jack type of range. Mm. Like... like uh, an angry mankind, where mankind was like a tortured, so you know, pulling his hair out and very tortured, but but very physical with his actions and, and self destruction of his own body to to do whatever means to win a match, you know, whatever to get to the end to, to the match to get the victory. Um, I would I would would put him more in the path of of. of a mankind oh type of thing, yeah. Not Stone Cold. Yeah, although he wants to fight and defy like a Smoky Mountain characters and stuff like that. But throughout years, he's once he left Smoky Mountain, if you would go, hey, Smoky Mountain to WWF, then maybe, maybe, maybe he would have, could have been in the nation, you know. But but as he went to ECW and all that, he still was defined, but it's just the mat, all the the, the the scaffolding matches and this and all that. I don't know. He was somewhere in between, but but I don't know. Like mankind and dude love, Mick Foley. I, I think I think I, I think I would have did something crazy. Like he had all these alter egos, but I would have had one more alter ego that was actually another person. So like, and and I'd have convinced everybody to believe that the person now would have been like man, uh, uh, New Jack. Hey, this the, hey, listen, I'm taking meds. Like, listen, New Jack. So, like, so he had his own characters, right? Wait with me. Yeah, Dude Love, right? Mm-hmm. Cactus. Cactus, Mankind, and all that. But there's none that was really, like, like, really, like, that edgy, like New Jack, right? Like, 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 so he could have been. Cactus, no? Cactus, bang, bang. No, he he didn't. New Jack was really defiant towards authority, authority, like like very out there. And well, there's no one like New Jack. I yeah, think that's very clear. But, but I, I think it would have been. I I just I'm gonna go towards the man kind of thing. I just see like there could have been some kind of. He has all these other alter egos, but then there's an actual physical another person that's like an alter ego. But it's just New Jack. You know? Okay. I know I sound crazy, but in my mind, it makes sense out there, people. That's cool. <laughs> I have left Kit Cadet and Raymond heavily confused, and probably all of you. But in my mind, I'm seeing what I'm seeing, and I'm picturing what I'm picturing, and it's working for me. Great. I mean, you're basically just saying you don't agree with the theory that <laughs> the Blackstone Cold. No, no, I'm saying that that's no. You're allowed to disagree with the, with what they said. You said no. No. Oh, perfect. All right, ready for the next one? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Kid Cadet, that's me. And Gangrel, that's you. What's your favorite vampire movie? 
And also, P.S. Gangrel, thanks for being my favorite vampire wrestler. This is from Josh Bulldog 3611. What's up, Josh Bulldog 3611? Um, uh, I think I've said it. It's a toss-up. There's three. The top three are Near Dark, Lost Boys, and Queen of the Dam. You know. All great. And yours? What We Do in the Shadows. Well, and you've said that before, too. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I mean, but Lost Boys, too. Like, if we're going classic... It's yeah. the Lost Boys. Didn't you tell me that, that wasn't it you that told me to do a remake of that? Yeah, we talked about. Oh that. yeah, we talked about that. Not good, not good. Yeah. So you see, I'm having flashbacks to the last episode yeah, of whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, no, definitely it's the top three. I can't, you know, Lost Boys and, and Near Dark will edge out Queen of Down, but it's just all different feels. So on different days. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say uh, for everyone watching or listening in the comments, if you're watching on YouTube, I would love to know your favorite vampire movies because maybe you can recommend some to us. Yes. So in the comments below, yeah. your favorite vampire movies. Cool. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah, please. Oh, how about Raymond? What's your favorite? Yeah, Lost Boys. Yeah. Lost Boys. Okay. All right. Stereo. All right. This is from Silent Outlaw. I'm trying silent. to say it silently. Okay, yeah, silent outlaw. 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 <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. Can you tell us about your role in Human Centipede 3? <laughs> and then, uh, can you tell us any memories of the late Dieter Blazer or Tom Six? Did I say that correctly? Oh, Tom Six, the director? Oh, Dieter. Oh, yeah, he passed away, the, the prison guard in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Human Dieter. Centipede 3. Yeah, um... Yeah, so uh, perfect family film. Yeah, now for people that don't know what Human Centipede is, it's this one, two, and a three, right? And I think they progressively got worse by and three. And a lot of one and two. <laughs> like yeah, so um, in some kind of crazy absurd madness, they like cripple these people, right? So they're on their hands and knees, and then connect them yes they connect them they connect them all together like a centipede by sewing yes. their mouth yeah yeah to yeah. their butthole right so and then how they feed through nutrition is they feed the front person and then as he has a bowel movement it goes into the next person and then the next person and so on and so on and so on she blinded me with science. She choked me with crap. But, um, <laughs> like, so this this is a human centipede. And um, human centipede three happens to, to take place in a prison. And it's a prison thing. And, um, and uh, Tom Six was a super nice guy. Uh, super nice. Um, like, I was just going to do, like, a, an extra thing or something. It was just literally to go... Um, Make some extra money or, or, or something. Like, you're living out in L.A., you got nothing better to do. Just show up on a set, eat craft services all day, make a couple hundred bucks. Craft services. Craft services. Like, we had some donuts here today and some <laughs> coffee. But, but it'd be like some all day of that because you're waiting. But uh, Human Centipede was an unpleasant experience for me because, like, like I had wrestled in Vegas the weekend before. And it was 130 degrees. Mm -hmm. And then I got super dehydrated. So I got super dehydrated. Well, it wasn't even a weekend before. It was like actually literally going on two weeks. Two weeks. So it was like two weeks prior. So now, now it's going to be gross a little bit. So I got super, super dehydrated, right? So get dehydrated so bad that I can't 
have a bowel movement. <laughs> so I can't go to the bathroom. And, and, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to hydrate. So I, it was the most miserable time of my life. I have gone two weeks without using the restroom. So, uh, and I tried for two weeks. Night and day, boy, did I try and I try and I try. But I could not. So I'm booked for this gig and I didn't want to go. I'm like so miserable. My stomach felt like... I thought you could just flick it. In my mind, if you flicked it, it sounded like a watermelon. It just hurt. I felt like I was 300 pounds, which I was very heavy in human centipede. I was probably pushing 300 pounds, but I felt 300 plus the way my stomach was sticking out. And thank goodness they put me in an orange jumpsuit to try to cover up some of that. But um, So I get there, and I'm, I'm going to try to be a trooper about it. I was just only supposed to be in one scene. But they were like, oh, you you look good. And they kept trying to add me to a a couple of different scenes and then like oh my goodness if i even oh wow oh wow yeah yeah i'm so glad like this didn't happen but um <laughs> like so oh wow uh all right what so, no <laughs> all right so i was just supposed to be a, a prison scene uh not even a, a, not even it was a couple scenes i was just supposed to be an extra background basically right and then they're like oh we like your look so much so then they take me in and they put me in another scene where the 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 prison guard uh, the the guy is having a nightmare, and Rob Terry, whatever the the main prisoner is, he first of all my character. Let me let me get to where my character was in this mouth to ass thing. So, I <laughs> they add they kept adding me like literally I was just supposed to be a background, and then I ended up shooting three different scenes that I was not even supposed to be in. So like, and I was miserable when I tried to leave. So I was so miserable. This is how bad I, I was so miserable. They come up and go, Hey, um, it was six. They want, they want you to, uh, take your earrings out. I said, I'm going home. Don't oh, just take your earrings out. Cause you know, we're in prison. You can't have your earrings. But I heard so bad. I just wanted to go home. I said, no, nah, I'm just going to go home. I don't want to take my earrings out. And they were like, Oh, uh, hold on. And then they went back and talked this time six or whatever. And they go back. He just had to pull a beanie over his ears, you know? Like, I was just trying to go home. That's how miserable I was. But, but they liked the look I had. For some reason, they liked the look. So, so just from being an extra in a, in a prison scene, I went to being like, they wanted me in this death rape scene. So, uh, there's a scene where they're all, all the prisoners are chanting, death rape, death rape. Why? The guy cuts the, the prison guard or the guy, whichever one open. And has sex in his kidney, you know, like like in his liver or his kidney. I don't know. Back here, it, it, like so, literally, that's a graphic scene of them humping him in the side, like literally having sex with him. Like, but it was a, a nightmare for the guy. And then, and in that same dream sequence, there was another scene where the the doctor, I believe, that was doing the whole thing. This is a bit graphic. Oh, because that wasn't Get, enough um, No, no, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, um, no. And they wanted me to do this. And then I agreed to it because it was like an extra $1,000. And, and I got the money, by the way. And I didn't have to do this, but I got the money. Um, it was a sex scene, right? So they said, well, we, need, we, we picked you because we needed the biggest, scariest looking guy to do this. I go, I'm like, okay. So they take me in the room and they hand me a prosthetic penis. <laughs> like this fake penis right and they put it in my they jumpsuit and it comes out and they have the uh the guy get on his knees and give me oral sex you know <laughs> like, like, like so 
So, so they like they get down on my knees and I got this like and it's 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 a fault. It's a fake penis and everything. It, it's not real. But the guy's down and he's like oh oh and they're like and they're trying to direct me through this right. They're like rub his ears and talk to him and I'm like trying to get in the wrong. I'm like oh. You know, I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, and, they, you know, they had asked me the, the night before to do this. And I talked to the girl. She goes, I would never do that. I go, I go, it can only go two ways. You either be remembered forever as a cult hero, you know, or you just, just, I don't know, just totally bad. Right. So I did it. I did it. Like, so I, I, I filmed this whole scene of me rubbing his ears and his little bald head saying suck it suck it suck it you know it was a dream sequence and it felt hella weird it felt like very awkward very weird and then it turns out the next day they go oh we're so sorry man we had to cut that and i go why because well you were so prevalent in the death rape scene and then in the and then in the uh uh uh, uh, what do you call it when you're sick? The infirmary, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing that we couldn't do that, so they ended up just taking the, a boom guy, a sound guy, and just filled them in. <laughs> but you still filmed it, so it still exists somewhere. Well, they saw it filmed somewhere, yeah, but but, but it's not in it, it, it didn't air in that movie, mm-hmm. which is the worst movie in the world. So the other scene was, I, I was in the uh, infirmary, so I had um, uh, what do you, Crohn's disease. Uh, so oh no. they put the lead guy in Human Centipede. And so the, the guy comes in. Ah, what is wrong with this patient? And I'm in there, and I legitimately my stomach hurt so bad. It was just real. It was a real cell. It, was, it wasn't acting. It was like, oh god, give me just get out of here. You got me laid in this hospital bed. I gotta take a shit. I can't go. I can't go. I gotta go so bad. You know, I really had to go. But apparently, you know, it should have been the opposite. So. And they come in, and he goes, ah, he's got uh, Crohn's disease. And he goes, ah, perfect ass mash to his mouth, you know? So, like, so like the lead guy in the centipede mouth was so the Mike Crohn's disease butt, you know? <laughs> like, so, like, you're constantly crapping, so. And we have the footage. No. Yeah, yeah so, so, like, because I was prominent in the in the, in the, the infirmary scene and the death row scene, they, itchnate, they, they, they got rid of the oral sex mm scene which i can't believe that like i went ahead and went through with it but it was money and as horrible as i was feeling i felt so icky maybe if i wasn't so bloated and constipated i could have felt more, more, more romantic about it <laughs> or something but uh, it just felt so weird to rub a guy's earlobe saying suck it daddy yeah i got paid and it didn't air they used the, the, the boom guy because i was too much in the other scenes and they liked how i looked in the other scenes so they couldn't have you like in the dream sequence and the death rape all, all in the same scene so like uh so uh so i got out of that one <laughs> but uh, um tom six i think his name like actually like for a while we we talked back and forth on on twitter he was like cool like it was cool he's a cool dude and uh, if I wasn't feeling so horrible, I, I would say it was a good experience. Because any time on uh, a movie set and this and that, it's good. You're always learning something. That's not my world. That's not my craft. But when you spend five days on a, uh, on a movie set or six, you learn things. You're watching stuff. So it's a very, very cool experience. And to watch how people's visions come come together. Um, the name you couldn't pronounce, Diedrich, Diedrich or whatever that guy's name is. He was a bit different. I think he passed away. Rest in peace. I believe he passed away. But... He, he was a he was a strange bird to watch work, but but nevertheless, I still learned watching somebody hone into their character and 
do the craft is it's really cool and kind of amazing it's not my world and um nor will it probably ever be. I mean, I may still dabble in it a little bit here and there as, as I get older and wrestling and my body works against me. You find other avenues to survive. But uh, no, it was, it was super cool. But yeah, yeah, so I had Crohn's disease. So somebody, uh, the Rob Terry, I think his name, whatever, the main guy in him, his mouth was sewed to my butt. Plus, there was a death rape scene where I chanted death rape, death rape, while they like, had sex in the guy's liver or kidney. I'm not sure which one it was. And then... um and then there was that scene that never aired. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I, I know you don't believe Jesus, but let's give God. Let's give like It's that. okay. Thank it's, you. Oh Thank God. you. Um, yeah. uh, that, that never aired. Yeah. That, um, but it was very uncomfortable to rub a gentleman's earlobes. A little short, bald guy, too. Rubbing his earlobes, going, suck it, daddy. Do it some good. Get it, man. I, I'm getting the visual. You yeah, you're getting the visual. Got <laughs> right. it. Yeah, but that was Human Centipede three. The fan art. So, Let's see what we so do. like, yeah, so like, so and then I was in a bunch of other extra scenes and that. So it was prominent in that. I get people all the time because it was really heavy and people not not sure because it was like, it was not a bad time in L.A. Besides having that issue, where I could go back there, but I was just actually overweight and and in a very bad place in life and in my head. So wasn't living a good lifestyle. So I looked looked like I belonged in that orange jumpsuit. I was probably probably one step away from ending up in that orange jumpsuit until I brung my happy ass back to Florida, got my life together with my family and everything else. And uh, and then here I sit today with you. And here we sit. I'm not rubbing anybody's earlobes anymore. Oh, I, <laughs> Picturing this? Are you, nope, not at all. I was, I, you want me to paint it out? I was leaned against a, a, a cafeteria table in, in, a, in a cafeteria. Really? He's down on his knees and he had a few little hairs on his head. It just felt so weird to rub a dude's head in his earlobes telling him like. And then, uh, I don't know. I, I, I wondered, was I, I too good at that? <laughs> I, was, I was wondering. Wow. All right. Well. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fantastic. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch the movie again because I've, I've. That's seen not in the movie though. That, that, no, 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 that not, not that scene. But I, I've <laughs> I've seen them. I don't know why I watched them, but I did. That, the third one's rough. The first one was like the, the first one is like what? I, listen, guys, if you are gonna watch them, my suggestion is watch them by yourself. You think I should go around and get some eight by tens up from that movie and go to the horror totally. conventions and like play off of that? Like I was in Human Centipede three. If like here's the deleted scene. <laughs> I would say one hundred percent. If you do like start doing conventions again, you need to have at least a scene from that as an eight by ten. Yeah, totally. because there's one where they fired a gun off in the, in, the, in the prison cafeteria, and I'm like, oh, oh that's the that's <laughs> A lot of people okay. pull that up. I see that on the internet. Like, Gang girls, this you. <laughs> like, and then there's the, the, you know, when I was in the infirmary and like strapped down, crapping myself. Yeah. Oh, love. Which I really wished I was crapping myself because I was so constipated. But like, oh. Well. That's a horrible experience that way. But, but it, it, I guess it could. It was, whatever. Let's let it go. Let's get out of here. Okay. Move on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I closed Move the box. And, yeah, you, and I don't you should know close the box. Are. You should put that back in the box and close the box. Close that should have never came out of the box. Do we want to do one more? What do we have time for? We can do one more. Okay. Well, as long as there's another human centipede. Three. It might be. Yeah. Okay. This is nothing to do with human centipede three. Thank okay. you. This is from Yesenia. Hello, Yesenia. How's Yesenia Muffin Nunez. doing? Is, is Muffin the dog? Muff. She has a dog. Muffin. She has a, a lot of family members. One of them's just getting over COVID. Yeah. Okay. So well, positive so vibes and prayers. But uh, hello, Yesenia. Thank you for this question that has nothing to do with <laughs> organs or anything like that. Her question is, Gangrel and Kid Cadet, uh, what was your favorite 80s song to listen to? 
It certainly is an aha because TC Reed is ruining that for me. You uh, haven't heard it Take enough? on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you go. Okay. So I'm going to have to probably go something spooky. I feel like I'm going to go because it's the time. It's th- this thriller. Thriller count. Uh, just, this is the 80s. It's, yeah. it's a song, right? Yeah. Okay. Only I can listen to it a lot. I can listen to it every year. There's there's so many. I mean, like literally, yeah. I'm just thinking spooky season. She blinded me with science is a good she one. She blinded me with science. Thomas Dolby. That's great. She's got the look, Roxette. Uh, honeymoon Suite. <laughs> um, there's a lot. I mean, then you go, I can go Motley Crue too, but yeah. Yeah, I can go, go rock and roll all day long, but I'm gonna go. Um, Hey, hey, uh, the Breakfast Club. So, uh, simple, uh, no, Simple Minds. Yeah, yeah, Simple, simple minds. minds. Okay, yeah, yeah. What's the name of? That? Uh, um, don't you forget about me. Don't you forget about me. That's the choice. Yeah, very good choice. <laughs> very, very good choice. Very good movie too. Raymond, it's it's one in there about. Um... Well, do you have a song? <laughs> oh no, no, no. He's like, what's the eighties? <laughs> born to two thousand. You don't have an eighty song. Oh. Yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen's guy. He's the a girl. Is mine, Michael Jackson. Okay, so uh, yeah, Paul I McCartney. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go. Uh, uh, Careless Whisper, Ooh. Little Walking. Oh, that was the nineties, actually. Careless Whisper was ninety, wasn't it? No, I, don't I don't know. know. But Walking on Sunshine. That's walking a good. Walking on Sunshine. Katrina and the Waves. Oh, it's gonna feel good. good. Right okay, there, there's one more you want me to read. It was a one. He, he asked it like at least ten yeah. times. It's about. You covered it briefly. It's about Let me find it. and visceral, visceral, the two thousand four comeback. Uh, Do you want to get into that? Man. Yeah, I, I commented okay. that. Okay. Uh, Let me find uh, it. Goodness, Raymond is now is messing with the box system. Oh, no. Raymond didn't like the lottery or the pick of the questions because we have overlooked somebody's Here, question. Save like, we'll save some. Okay. We've apparently overlooked a gentleman's question that's been asked multiple, multiple times and. Um, Here it is. There might have been a reason that Kid Cadet's magic fingers did not pull it out of that box because it's a question that maybe shouldn't be asked. So, what is this question? Okay, this is from at WWF Attitude TV. Attitude TV. Yes. Okay. They want you to talk about your return with Viscera on SmackDown in 2004 and your help to JBL against The Undertaker in your handicap match with Viscera against The Undertaker. We lost. Cool. <laughs> like, um, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so uh, they come in. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on that that night. Um, so um, don't much to talk about. It was just a handicap match against Undertaker. Um, prior to the match, like like coming back, they were telling me they wanted to do a tag team. With Viscera and myself, and I would be on TV regular and stuff like that, and they were going to sign me. Now, with all that being said, there was a dry rehearsal before this match uh, for the elevator, and um, they didn't have the elevator, the, the, the lift, and the setup before. They wanted me to come up through the, the the little hole Ray Mysterio used, where he would pop up through the ring, which is like way smaller. Like so, the elevator I was on was three foot wide this way, and then. Uh, you know, uh, six foot with an arm span because three of us could fit on it. Well, this one barely me could fit on this little lift because it was something they would just shoot Ray up through a hole in. So they wanted to use that. So they wanted to do a dry rehearsal. This is literally like an hour before 
before the building opened and the show was going to start. Like, it was the last thing done. And um, so I get down there, you know, you, you, you hear the music, blah, blah, blah. The, the fire kicks. But the other elevator was mechanical, scissor lift. This was uh, a manual, like, crank lift. So the fire's gone. I'm in the hole, ready to go. And they didn't anticipate the, the how the backdraft or whatever you call it of the fire. So the other one had room for the fire to breathe in air. This one, the fire sucked in on me, mm-hmm. right? So it sucked in on me. So I'm standing in this this pit down there, like 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 at my level with the stage now, because it's coming up really slow to crank it. I'm like, yo, the fire, like I like literally was on fire, like so. Um, I didn't have a white shirt on yet or nothing. So like this was a dry run. So I was in like just a sleeveless shirt. And I looked down and I seen my skin just bubbling off oh, my arm because no. the flames are just flowing in. So literally, like I, if you can see me, I'm, my hands by my wrist. I'm holding like skin from my shoulder down to my wrist in my hand. Like I'm like, oh, like just bubbled off. Like like the skin bubbled off. So all of a sudden I got like superhuman, uh, like, jumping powers you might have thought i was spider-man or something away i leaped out of there because i leaped up they were they were coming i'm telling guys hey man I'm on fire. so i leaped up out of the hole and like my skin was just hanging off my arm right so i go back and they're like oh you know they're making a big deal and i said just cut it cut it with the scissors and they they cut the skin i couldn't feel it anyways at this point they cleaned it all up i wrapped it up threw the white shirt on and i think we were like early in that segment like early on the show so Went out there and I did that match. I, I wrestled that match. Did it with the whole arms called up. And then, then I was off two, three months or something. I had to get skin grafts and stuff like that. Now, wow. now a normal vampire or human being or employee would have sued the hell out of WWF. But I didn't. WWE or whatever it was called then. I just motored on. You know, I had a contract, which they let me go six months later, eight months later. They never used me on TV with Viscera or anything else, which was kind of like disheartening, a little bit depressing. Um, because I'm like, what did I do? And everybody's like, you should have sued them. You should have sued them. You know, and then, you know, I had time to come back and you have a certain amount of time to be able to do something. But I didn't because it was disfigurement. If you, you can't see in here, but if we were in certain light, you would see that them two different colors through there. Like, especially if I don't tan outside a lot when my skin's back to its Did they help pay for it at least? Yeah, they paid for okay. the, the, okay. the graphs and yeah, it was under contract. They had literally had just told me they were signing me like, and a lot of people said, oh, you only got signed because you got burned. But like, they had literally told me before this that they were signing us and we were going to be a tag team. So, you know, you can hear all that hearsay, you know, people like to say what they want to say or right. whatever, whatever, you know, but, um, you know, but I'm not a kind of person that would sue somebody, but I, I heard like the whole like the people deal with pyro got let go over that because oh, they just didn't anticipate well, the, the the flame sucking in in that small hole and stuff like that. So they should have known. Better. Um, so I, I think you know that memory, that memory, with a lot of other things, some things that haunt me that to, to have, have coming back there since. You know what I mean and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was my experience there. And I remember flying home like you know that that trip was a good trip for me because I made me and Eddie hadn't gotten along. Uh, like I called Eddie Guerrero when he was in, he was in rehab or something. I was trying to reach out to him, like, and I wasn't on the road anymore. I wasn't with the company, and then you know, like his wife said, I, whatever, I got blowed off or something, and he was mad that I never um, 
reached out to him, which I did. I tried and I tried, but maybe I didn't try hard enough. But we made our peace, so that was a great trip. That 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 trip home the next day on the plane, me and Eddie talked for like two hours, wherever we were flying home from, and so it was a good trip in that sense. Not that I got burnt or anything, but I got to make some peace with Eddie because we had had a little bit of a falling out, I guess, apparently, and. Um, and yeah, and then um, shit happened. You know, you know the rest of the whole story there. But um, yeah, that was my, that was my experience with that match. It was a cool match. I learned I learned a lesson. I think I think uh, I threw Taker's rhythm off a little bit in something in that match. So learned a valuable thing. So anytime you take one thing from a match, you hate to learn lessons in matches. But I learned something that I pass on in my training to other people. So I picked that up. So, but um, yeah. So that that's my experience and all of that match. I know that's kind of all over the place. I could go into detail and this and this and that. So, yeah. So I got burnt like a tater tot and went out there and wrestled and then went home like, and got a bunch of skin grass. So. Wow. You happy to answer the question? <laughs> okay. He's throwing his hands all up. All right. So. What a what a day. This has been this has been quite the episode, I think. Yeah, and that's the only time I've ever burnt in a fire. I mean, I've had my foot stuck and the flames up around my like, <laughs> you know, like yo, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, but I was never on fire. But that's the only time that I've ever actually been burnt or anything in that. And it was because it, it just changed up the, the the lift system and everything else. But yeah, it has been an interesting day. I'm surprised I got through. I'm gonna apologize to anybody if I've slurred anything. I am adjusting the meds, but uh, hopefully I'll be fine. Again, my apologies to. Anybody in the Indiana area that, that I didn't make shows last weekend and in and, and case the same thing's happening this weekend, and I'll apologize to uh, Atlantic City, El Paso. You guys are all tremendous fans, and thank you for love and support. Um, we covered uh, Prince, oh. Twin Cities, some of your some of your stuff that went on there. Yes. Um, Human Centipede 3 in, yeah, in very much yeah. detail. Human Centipede 3, <laughs> Ask the Mouth. He, yes. <laughs> we played two new games. Yes, whatever games. that was. Not a big fan of that, Raymond, but thank you. Um, yeah. Next Ooh. time I put champions up there, I would actually pick like like my champions. I'm seeing Alice Cooper on Sunday. I was going to say, I just Very heard excited. he's in town, and somebody else is opening up for Alice Cooper. Who was Ace. That? Ace Freely's yeah. opening up for Alice Cooper. Oh, I bet I should call Andrew and see if I can get some. He's friends with Ace. Yeah. It's Sunday if you're in town. Sunday, Sunday. Well, no, I'll be in. Well, I'll probably if if I'm, my body's willing and able, I'll be traveling back from El Paso. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't want to miss any more shows, but like uh, that would be really cool though. Yeah. Well, we're sending you all of our healing prayers. Everyone that's listening, watching, send them to our friend Gangrel over here uh, well, for a speedy you. recovery. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and you too. Positive day, and to all of you out there, keep pushing, stay positive, one step, one breath, one moment at a time. Don't rush it. Just, 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 just keep pushing and keep moving forward. And uh, this is episode 20 of Fang and a Bang with Gangrel and Kick It That. Thank you. Want some? Get some. Bad enough. Take some. Ah. <laughs> Bye, guys.